What is up guys, it is Hot Take Without the Hot Take here, and we are back with yet another Junior Senior 2 views. We are finally doing this every single Friday. Every single Friday. I am here with Senior. Hello everybody, you'll never miss a beat, because we're going to keep going on every single Friday. And today we have a lot of topics to get into, so let's not waste any time. Well, let's talk about my favorite thing in the whole world to watch. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl! What else? There won't be much parties this time around because no, of COVID. No, there won't be, but Tampa Bay Stadium is where it's being held. No cannons. No cannons. No cannons because then the NFL felt it would be too much of a you know home field advantage. The first time it's happened in, in Super Bowl history where you have the home team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, actually hosting a Super they Bowl. They might just home. win their first Super Bowl since 2002. John Gruden. Well, there's a few things unpacked there. I think there's going to be... Look, I... I thought about it. I really have. Um, I think that people try to compare this to a, sort of a what if LeBron met Michael kind of situation. Yeah. But I don't think so. I think that Brady's the Basketball, But first of all, basketball is a different sport. In basketball, you need about two or three players to become a quality team mm. with, a, with a lot of role players to help them out. Mm. In football, you need 24. True. Fair enough. You, but, need, you need a full unit. Look, I think it's going to come down to this for this game. I don't, I'm don't. i not betting on Tom Brady. Super Bowl 51 taught... If anything, Super Bowl 51 taught us a lot about Tom Brady. And, you know, you never can count him out. To win two road games in New Orleans and in Green Bay and now get to this point, I don't want to count Tom Brady out. I'm thinking the Buccaneers could pull this off, but two things have to happen. A, they have to run the ball because in the playoffs they haven't run the ball very well. Yep. To keep Patrick Mahomes off the field, and B, they have to probably try to go deep. Yeah, because they're not the secondary. Of the Chiefs isn't is probably their weakest point. It's not a weak point per se. It's still a pretty formidable group. So who do but, you who are you saying for this game? It's a tough one. It's for me. I we did our predictions a couple of episodes ago. We I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. Okay. Purely because I think route or close. It's probably going to be very close. Okay. It's going to be, I'm going to say it's going to be 21 17 to All the right. Chiefs. I said, because, I said 24 20 to the Buccaneers. Because of the fact that the Chiefs' offense is very, very good. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, what needs to happen for the Bucks is their defense needs to step up. They've got pieces, they need to step up. And if their defense steps up, that takes pressure off Brady, that takes pressure off the. Off guys like Antonio Brown and and Leonard Fournette to do the work. All right, moving on. Quarterback we've got, swap. We've got a trade. We got ding 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 trade time. Stafford going to the Rams. Matthew Stafford is for left Jared Rams. Goff and two future firsts. Okay, all right. I'm gonna say this right now. I think this is sort of a more of a win for. For the Rams, but it's a bold move by the Rams. They get an upgrade at QB, but how much of one, though? And we'll discuss that in a little bit. Um, And it helps out, because Stafford is that guy who can elevate a franchise. Goff has not been seen as that guy to really elevate him. He's been seen as like a Jim Everett type Mm. of quarterback. Mm. So... The question is for the the first-round picks that they gave up, Detroit got a nice package of futures back, but I'm not sure if those picks will be extremely valuable, but they could hit on a couple of really good players. 
I think it's an interesting trade. Maybe and from, they get a QB that won't embarrass himself. All right. Maybe from Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford gets to lead Detroit and finally have an opportunity to perhaps, I emphasize, perhaps win a, win a playoff. Bowl. Win a playoff game. Forget about a Super Bowl. This guy has never won a playoff game. Forget about just winning a playoff game to start. Yeah. I, I look. I they think, have the pieces to win a Super Bowl. Well, no. look, I th- look, I think there's a few things. I think there's a couple things for me thinking about this is I think it's an even trade. The Lions get a younger quarterback. He's several years younger. They get a full-time quarterback. I think and they get two firsts, which is in the NFL, two firsts is a massive return. I think it's the pieces that will surround either quarterback to get them through. Matt Stafford's playing in a much tougher division. He's playing in the, the NFC. Division. The NFC West is a gauntlet. So we'll see what happens. But, but we'll see. What, what and then happens. with Goff, he's going to be behind a, a much worse offensive line. So we'll he, see. They have to make upgrades. They need to. They need to get. They need to use their top pick well in this draft. Probably on an O lineman. Okay. Interesting next, enough. The next Deshaun one. Watson. Deshaun. Deshaun. He's requested a trade. And we know this. I understand why the Texans are hesitant to trade him mm-hmm. because the dude is a borderline generational talent. Let's just, I'm going to put it out there. He's a borderline generational talent. Mm-hmm. He elevates a team. He's right. that quarterback. Right. He's so, that dude. So, if you're the Texans, what do you do in this situation? Because you, you could he's you could get a great return for him. Because a team's willing to give up their few. There are teams out there willing to give up quite a bit to get um, an amazing quarterback like Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. But I understand why they're hesitant. Because... They they want to see what Nick Casario has, but I just don't trust Cal McNair. He's probably gonna riddle with this team somehow, because he's not, Cal McNair is not a good owner. Since that da- Daddy died, Daddy wasn't a better owner before his death. Look, I think Deshaun Watson wants out. Um, don't, won't surprise me if if they're not if the Texans as a team as a franchise. Is going to hold firm and say you're not being traded, then Deshaun Watson will do what James Harden kind of wanted to do, but did. And they mentioned this on PTI. Um, they, no shout out they, to PTI. No, no, these guys. No, hey, let's. Ah, well, they said. Well, they well they brought this topic on. We're, we're a mom and pop show here. Well, Don't they worry about well PTI. they brought they brought this up yeah, on, on PTI where they they toyed with the idea of him sitting out. Yeah, look, that's a possibility. And look, I think ultimately it wouldn't surprise me if Texas Texans pull the trigger. It's got to be the right team. It won't be the Jaguars. Let's get something real. No team's going to no. trade within their own division. All right, moving on. We have a new, new segment called This or That. This or That. Where we compare two, two interesting pieces from any sport and any, te- and any team Hold on. to see what is best. This is my song, Black Sheep, This or That. This or That. This or That. This or right. That. So, our first two on the docket, LaMelo Ball or Terry Rozier? Who's, okay. Who is your starting point guard for the Hornets? Good question. I think- Rozier hasn't been terrible. Mm-hmm. I think it's Rozier because you need – LaMelo's raw. Let's get something straight here. LaMelo is still very, 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 very raw. Mm-hmm. He's shown flashes of potential, but I think what they're doing right now with LaMelo is good. Bringing him off the bench as a sick man. But giving him the understudy is good, so they don't burn him out completely. 
I like what they're doing with Lamelo, and Rozier hasn't been hasn't been terrible right now in the second year of his his contract. Mm-hmm. So I think I go I go Rozier. Look, I I honestly disagree. I will say that I would go with Lamelo. The reason being is, let's think about it, folks. This is the Charlotte Hornets, formerly the Charlotte Bobcats, or whatever you want to call them, and Michael Jordan is the owner. And Michael Jordan hasn't really set the world on fire with his draft picks over the years. What draft pick has he hit on? Kemba? That's it. Well, that's about it, and then Kemba's gone. This is what I think. I think that if you want to really, I guess, get the buzz going around with the Hornets, I think you got to go LaMelo. He's young. And look, I think the he's thing already, about it is, is... He's already, he's already putting them on the map so, as the sixth man. So I think what they're doing with him is smart, not letting him burn out straight away. Look, he's young. I don't think there's any time for... I don't think there's anything about burnout. He's a basketball player. They play every day. I, don't, I honestly think that the thing I've watched him play is... Unlike Milo, I don't know if it's comparison with Lonzo. I think that he's less interested in the ball as much as Lonzo. Less I think interested. He, as far as what I mean by that is, he's happy that he gets his joys off distributing. He loves being handoff. No, like passing. he's been doing work with Miles Bridges, who also I think could be a nice um, candidate for most improved player. But look, I think Terry. Look, I, th- I think it's Lamelo Ball. I think Terry Rozier, obviously has had a kind of unfortunate situation. He left Boston as a free agent to pursue a, a regular job with the Hornets because, let's face it, he left because Kemba was coming in and there wasn't going to be room for And he wasn't even getting playing time with Kyrie. No. So, look, ultimately, I'd say it's LaMelo. You say it's... Say, say it's say Rosier. Moving on, we have Jimmy G for Kirk Cousins. This is an idea that's been bounced around. It's a, sort of a thought out there. Look... I don't think the quarterback shuffle is going to stop. Of course it won't. We know we have teams out there that still want quarterbacks. And the they're I- looking, teams are always looking to rejigger in the NFL. The idea about this is Kyle Shanahan is the X factor here because Kyle Shanahan and Kirk Cousins know each other from Washington. Shanahan annoys me. I don't care. He's choked away two Super Bowls. Well, who's to say he's not going to choke away a third? Look, I think, I think it wouldn't surprise me if something like that could happen. I don't think that, I think. They, the 49ers have to eat Kirk Cousins' contract because of course his contract money. his contract got a two year extension last season right. so that contract is still there for four more years. Look, I think that this is a sort of a hypothetical. I don't know, Kirk Cousins. He gets a lot of flack, but he's still he's a pretty flawed quarterback. Jimmy Jesus is good when he's healthy. Is when good. he's in parentheses when he's healthy. He's never healthy. Yeah, but. Cousins, when he's healthy, is inconsistent. So you're you're either choosing between consistency or longevity. But you also have to figure out, and look, this is the new kind of thing, quarterback with the right offensive mind. I don't know. So it's, it's, Kirk Cousins with Kyle Shanahan's... I, I'm not going to make a choice there. I'm neutral on that one. Okay. Anyway, next one, Nolan Arenado, short-term or long-term for the Cardinals. And that's the trade that they made. Um, for I didn't see the de- the specific pieces that the Cardinals gave up for him, but reports are saying that they're giving up cash and some and some AAA. Yeah, look, I think that- I mean I mean Arenado was out of there, like yeah. the the Rockies management are cheap, and they the time was to trade him was last off season value mm-hmm. diminished, mm-hmm. and 
he's a club apparently a clubhouse um distraction so they got rid of him is it was a gtfo trade in my opinion Mm -hmm. and i just i feel bad for arenado i mean he was wasted on a really really cheap franchise Mm -hmm. that didn't really do much to surround him and when they tried to pitching just flamed out because Coors field is the death of all pitchers well look i say i'd say i wouldn't say short term i'd say long term this is what the St. Louis Cardinals do. They always get a big bat. They've always had a big bat in their lineups. I don't know. Like, Cardinals, are they trying to do a San Antonio and slip through eras seamlessly? I don't know. Because, like, if you look at San Antonio, you had David Robinson in 1997 who went out with an injury, mm -hmm. and they lost a lot of games. They got lucked into the first pick and got Tim Duncan. Yeah. They had to transition through an era. Mm-hmm. And they won championships. Right. So the question for me is, how are they going? Because Molina's staying, mm-hmm. Ray- Wainwright's staying. Mm-hmm. So are they going to transition into a new era? Is it going to be a long? I don't know if it's going to be a long term. I don't know. Are are they just going to utilize him for now to try and get one more ring for Molina and Wainwright? We'll see. We'll see. Next one. Next, we have the Nets, the Clippers. Some, something something or nothing. nothing. I think that's something. Mm. Honestly, that's something. Because Harden was playing spectacular defense. Best defense I've ever seen him play. Mm. I knew he was going to take... He was the one that was going to take a step back. Pardon the pun. But because he... Um, and Tony Kornheiser said this. He wants a ring. No PTI he wants a references. Ring. He... No more PTI references. A, I'm sorry. I love those guys. Yeah, they're he great, wants a, but this is our show. He wants Don't worry a, about the but he wants They're a not ring. talking about us. He wants a ring. That's evident. He wants a ring. He's the only guy out of that trifecta that does not have a ring. True, and I look... Uh, I don't... I think he's led... He's led the Rockets for upwards of almost a decade now. He, he now feels like he can take... A step back into a smaller role, mm-hmm. and he's diminished his scoring quite a bit to try and contribute to a championship run. I think this team could make noise in the playoffs, but I'm not sure if it's enough. I think it's I think it's nothing. I'll actually look. I think that there's nothing on both sides. <laughs> Honestly, we'll say not just for Brooklyn, but for Los Angeles, the Clippers, the other team in LA. You know, this was a team that fizzled out last season. And, oh, you know just, when the bright when just, the, sorry when the just, lights when the when the lights shine the brightest Paul George shrinks so I don't know I, I don't want to hear about just Paul George the well, whole team collapsed in Game Seven well I will tell you this one I don't think it's anything right now because it's the regular season and I think something in my mind tells me with basketball particularly with the NBA maybe it's the lack of crowd the fact that it looks like it's just a pickup game at Rucker Park and there's no one around the regular season. To me, it means nothing now. It's all about the playoffs. And we know that the Nets are going to be the team that people are going to be looking at. be the team to come out of the East. Because they're the, they're, they're the New York team that has the marketable superstars. Right, right. But, and for the Clippers, I think the road will be harder. And I don't think they'll be the ones that come out of the West. So I think it's nothing to me until they, these teams actually were yeah. to show up in the finals. It, yeah, makes sense. Okay. But I just... I. When the Clippers lost that series, I'm, I just, I was like, just F you. 
Like you've lost in the first, the you haven't made it past the second round in your entire existence. It's like Donald Sterling, Sterling never left, and until you make it past the second round, you're always going to be known as the little brother. Right. Simple as that. All right, next one: New York Rangers and New York Islanders. With the season going as the way it is, more than more than twenty wins or less, or more than thirty wins. The for Rangers have taken good steps. Um, I like what they have. I mean, Breadman, um, Artemi Panarin, is the contract that they gave him, he's been play- more than playing up to it. He's been fantastic. He's been the franchise changer that the, that the team has needed. Um, the Lafreniere's been looking promising as a, first, as a number one overall pick. He's looked pretty good. Zabenejad as well on that same line. Their defense has lost a step. I, I mean, I don't know why they acquired Jack Johnson. He's such a scrub. Mm. I don't know Islanders. Who, no, Rangers. I don't That's know why. Jack Johnson's such a scrub. But the Islanders, they're a typical East. East. They're going to be in the East elite. I mean, as much as I hate them, they're, they've got a very good team, a very likable team. Guys like Lars Eller. And um, they gave Barzal a bridge deal this offseason. So, so which team has the more wins? Most wins, the Rangers. I think or it's. A, I think the Rangers aren't there yet. Even though we're fans of the Rangers, I don't think they're there yet. They need um, for the Rangers to really um, make a push. They need strides from Lafreniere and Shev, Ilya Shevchorkin in net. For the Islanders, they're going to be still among the East bet, best teams. They're going. I think they'll probably be competing for the. The Metro Division win for to to win the Metro Division because they're they've got a well balanced team they've got great great on the blue line a great offensive offensive gift um and they don't really have a true superstar they just sort of work together so I think that it's going to be the Islanders because and they're going to be probably in the Eastern Conference Finals again. Okay, well, look, the last thing on our rundown... Is my rant. Is your rant, but probably what's the issue is the rant has always been about the team that has not showed you that next step, the next level of success. Yeah. Who is it today? I don't... I think it has got to be the Detroit Tigers. Detroit Tigers. Years upon... upon, Like, because they deserve it. Detroit teams besides the Red Wings, have been historically trash. The Lions haven't won a playoff game in 60 years. 60 years. Six, 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 six and a zero, ladies okay. and gentlemen. They're talking about the Tigers, so the last, last Tigers championship. The Tigers was, was, was never. 12 years old. 1984. 12. And they haven't done anything since then. Mike Illich, um, he had a change of heart because he saw his Red Wings accomplish pretty much everything that he wanted. And he invested money into the team. They just didn't show up. 2006, they had a chance and were dominated by David Eckstein. 2012, they had a chance and got swept out the building by the Giants. Even though they had in 2013, two towering Grand Slams, including that one from Ortiz. So, as that went on, more spending went into it and it's handicapped the team for the future. They're still paying Miguel Cabrera until 2023. That has got to be the worst contract in the majors. Maybe a DH, that's about it. I don't think he's even playing. I just, I feel so, so bad for Cabrera. He'd give anything right now to be back in his prime. Well, look, he did get a ring with the Marlins, so he at did. least he got that. He got a ring with the Marlins. He got a ring with them. But they completely, but they completely just blasted the team after that ring. But I just think the Tigers are lost at sea. 
they are lost. They don't. They have a couple of nice pitching prospects, but like, where's the hitting? You're not going to get hitting from anywhere else. So where are you going to get it from? Like, I don't know with the Tigers. And they extended Alavia, which means that they extended their fans' misery and probably the team being lost at sea for a couple more years. Anyway, that's our show for tonight. That's it. We had a lot on the table. Next time we come towards you, hopefully, we'll have some more news on MLB Free Agency. Yep, and, and by then we'll we will, have the results We of the will Super have Bowl. the Super Bowl, and we'll have our full breakdown and analysis of the winner, the loser, and we will also be talking about possible free agent moves in the NFL. Sounds good. See you next week. Take care.